Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, if you're new to the show. And I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Superbook Sports, where you can go to wager on all the action this football season, baseball, basketball, hockey, anything in between. It is all at your disposal in the Superbook Sports app. True Math Fitness, a new way to work out. Great opportunities for you guys to get your fitness journey started or just, just get back on track if you've missed a, a little while out of the gym. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, where you go for the best car buying experience. Two Rivers Ford is the spot. 2023 model year Fords available right now. And the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, GaryAshton.com, is where you go for your dream address without the stress. We're doing stadium intel tonight. Gary's got the real estate intel. You need to succeed at GaryAshton.com. All right, so I got a call about 9 a.m. this morning from a couple of people with the Titans saying, hey, I'm going to put out, uh, we're going to put out these stadium renderings we want to know if you want Burke Nihill, the Titans team president, on the radio show about an hour after they get released. I said, sure, send them over. I'll take a look. We'll go through them together. Give me some talking points on the new stadium or exactly what I'm supposed to be looking for beyond what I will see in these renderings. And they were able to do that for me. So they put out the uh, they put out the renderings themselves. And the building is a pretty interesting look. Now, there's a video associated with this that I think it's just beneficial to go ahead and play. We'll probably do it once or twice tonight. It's only about 30 seconds long. But this stadium rendering comes out, and it's got all the flash and glitz. It's got Derrick Henry stiff-arming Josh Norman. It's got everything you could possibly want. And also, on top of everything, it's an actual picture. It's something that you can visual, visual, visually see for yourself. Not just an idea that we've been talking about, not just something that maybe the World Cup bid is dependent upon. No, this is an actual stadium rendering with the plans already set in motion, given that they've been exploring this possibility for quite some time beyond the deal that was agreed to with Mayor John Cooper in the city of Nashville as of last week. So this is the Titans Stadium hype video, courtesy of the team itself. So basically all they did was take SoFi Stadium, put the architecture design of the Ryman Auditorium, not even the Ryman itself, not the church aesthetic, but the outskirts of the Ryman where they have the visitor center, the coffee shop and all that, made it look a little more modern, but basically just said, hey, this is what we've got. We like the translucent dome. We don't need 70,000. We need about 60. The NFL told us that we can go ahead and host a Super Bowl and any other major league events that would be in question due to the size requirements. I talked to uh, Titans President Burke Nihill today about a memo that uh, Sam Phelan, for those of you who are starting to get to know Sam on A to Z Sports, Sam, we went to the press conference together at the mayor's office, 
pointed out to me that there was a memo that the league had put out about stadium size requirements, and obviously 60,000 seats would fall under between 65 and 70,000 in capacity. That was a part of that leaked league memo. But what we were told is at this point, you know, things change. Uh, I think the analogy Burke made on the radio show today was, you know, 20 years ago, guys smoked cigarettes in the locker room. That's not necessarily how they stay married to these policies. Every situation is unique. And certainly if they're going to go ahead and move forward with the stadium proposal, they've gotten the green light from the NFL saying, yeah, if you do this thing, if you pour $2.1 billion into this hunk of concrete on the East Bank, we're going to let you host the big game. So all of that to say that the Titan Stadium renderings itself are pretty interesting because we know where it's going to be located now. We know, in theory, what it's going to look like, and we know some of the features that will be included. It's really just something to kind of keep you interested, keep you talking about it, maybe potentially make you more excited about the idea of spending massive amounts of money in said new stadium because the team is certainly going to need your help to foot the bill for what they are getting ready to put on. And so I'd like to start with your Two Rivers Ford take, as we always do on the primetime show. In the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, what excites you the most about the Titans' new stadium? And in fact, Reed, if you could upload the pictures of the stadium itself, I think those would be good to walk through with people. What excites you the most about what they are getting ready to do? We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that the Two Rivers Ford Take is obviously made possible by the beautiful people at Two Rivers Ford, where you can go to shop for a 2023 model year Ford right now. Two Rivers Ford always makes the car buying process fast, easy, and most importantly, fun. You want to enjoy shopping for your next vehicle. You want to get the exact vehicle that you want. You can do that. You can do the way that I did with Two Rivers Ford. You can custom order your vehicle. Real simple. You go to tworiversford.com. You select the make of the car, the model that you are interested in. You can customize all your features. They'll custom order it for you, build it for you, and deliver the car right to your door. It was like Amazon shopping for a car. Ah, chef's kiss. Nobody makes it easier than Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet. So custom order your next Ford from Two Rivers Ford. So what most excites you about this new stadium? Lewis says nothing. Uh, it seems that the porn spam has found its way into the chat this evening. That's always exciting. We love to see it. Hopefully, producer Reed hasn't been looking up any non-work uh, safe topics on his computer that would invite the porn spam into the chat. As always, Reed do a better job. Uh, Stephen King says Top Golf Stadium. It does look a lot like it. it look, so I've got I've seen. I think when I tweeted out the uh, the initial images, and I'm sure a lot of people got similar feedback when they did the same, I got uh, Whole Foods and I got Top Golf out of the new stadium. I, you know, I I got I got the Ryman aesthetic from it, and I think more than anything, you know, the the only thing that I care about is where I'm sitting, and where I'm sitting is going to be way up the hell in the rafters. So none of this really really matters to me. They're not moving this thing any further away from where I live. It's not going to make a difference in my commute. It's going to make your guys' lives a living hell for a while because God knows where they're going to have you park. That situation hasn't been resolved. They're just going to take up your parking spots now, plop a new stadium in it, and say, hey, Uber, take the bus. was basically the message from the mayor's office until they get this thing figured out. 
So these kind of things can kind of, you know, it, it'll it'll be messy for a while. There's no disputing that. There's no getting around it. Derek R says, honestly, just because it's a new shiny thing. And that's honestly, that that's what it boils down to. People got the attention span of small rodents. It's it's fine. Like just societally, as uh, as things like TikTok continue to erode our brains and our attention span, yeah, people just want something nice to look at, right? They're tired of looking at concrete piece of shit that sat on the East Bank for entirely too long. They are tired of walking through the, the lower bowl, specifically if you've been in the lower bowl and slipping on things like stadium putty that they've used to kind of seal the cracks in the stairs together, because that's happened to me. People are just tired of what they've had for the past 23 years at this point, and they want to see something new, different, different than what they've had. It's the it's the backup quarterback effect, right? You always want the thing that you haven't seen yet, which we're going through a little bit of right now here in Tennessee, as a matter of fact. And uh, and these are how these things go. Uh, Gino says you're assuming you'll still have your job, Buck. That's it. That is a fair assumption, Gino. I don't know that I will still have my job in 2026. I only know that my contract with the radio station A to Z runs through 2024. So until then, Gino, you're going to have to eat it because you're stuck with me uh, for the foreseeable future. Now, I don't know that I'll see the new stadium. God knows where I'll be in 2026. I don't know where you're going to be in 2026, Gino. All I know is that no matter what uh, this new stadium looks like in 2026, we can always rely on Gino being a miserable, uh, (laughs) the word I want to use is not something that I will use for the time being, but we can always count on Gino to be there for us. There's a ray of just sunshine out your butt. The stadium looks pretty dang nice. I feel like we are competing with the Raiders stadium, says Big Dog. Well, the the translucent the translucent roof is emblematic of both Allegiant Field, where the Raiders now play, and of SoFi Stadium. Now, the question that I was unable to discern uh, from these stadium renderings, and we'll throw a couple of them up here, specifically the one with the uh, the inside of the stadium itself, the difference between what I'm looking at here and what SoFi has, for example, is there is a, I don't know what the actual dimensions of the space between the building itself and the roof are, but technically SoFi Stadium is still considered open to the elements because of the way that the roof is raised to a degree. For those of you who remember, John Gruden, while he was still coaching the Raiders, they played a game against the Chargers at SoFi. The game was put off for about an hour and a half because there was a lightning delay, which you wouldn't think would impact SoFi, but because SoFi is technically an open-air stadium, they had to comply to those rules. This, to me, looks to be like Allegiant, where the stadium itself is sealed in this dome with the translucent roof that I know after talking to several people with the organization Amy Adams Strunk loves because she was blown away by the experience at SoFi when they went out there for Monday night football against the Rams. So what they wanted was SoFi, but smaller. What they wanted is SoFi, but cost effective. What they wanted is SoFi, but not a, you know, $2 billion overrun the way that SoFi experienced during construction and had to come back and do things like ask for an additional $500 million so they could put up, I mean, this lake, this man-made lake that they have in front of this thing where it sits in Inglewood. I'm looking forward to going back because SoFi is incredible, but also, you know, the uh, the extravagance of it is not something that they're looking for here. So the, the, the best thing, the thing that most excites you about the stadium in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, 
Uh, Aubrey Calvin says, you have to repost this to Facebook because it crashed. Okay, maybe producer Reek can get on that, and we will manage from there. Thank you for the heads up, Aubrey. Although, honestly, I'm surprised because the numbers look pretty good for it just being YouTube. So I'll take that and run with it. Uh, and then everybody can figure it out in the meantime. But we will work to get that back up on Facebook for you. David Gillen says, hopefully the taxpayer isn't paying for it. Too many rich owners, players, hotels, restaurants. Let the players pay and the owners. Well, of course, that's utter nonsense and, and completely stupid. That's never going to happen under any circumstance. People will pay for the luxury of having professional sports in their town, be it baseball, basketball, football, hockey. Um you know, the the NFL, is things like the NFL draft are entirely a tax write-off, right? They threw a 600,000-person party in downtown Nashville in 2019, and they have to pay a cent for it because of the way that the NFL is structured, they got that entire thing as a tax write-off. So for all the different loopholes, the billionaires stay billionaires because they have ways and, you know, cities are willing to capitulate to the way that professional sports can do a lot for the aesthetic of the city, for the business uh, that the city does, that the tourism that the city is able to bring in, and and uh, professional sports owners have been exploiting that for a long time. The only difference is now you're in a situation with a city like Nashville where you have a lot more leverage than, say, you know, the Buffalo Bills will as they get ready to make or to build their newest and next stadium. Uh, more leverage than a place like the Raiders, where Mark Davis is among the most cash poor, if not the most cash poor NFL owner or ownership group that is out there and has to rely on a significant amount of financial support and capitulate to a lot of what the city wants in order to get the stadium built. Now, in the same way that the Titans are, there is leverage for the city in their favor, uh, they have struck a better deal that alleviates a lot of the local city of Nashville taxpayers, Davidson County taxpayers from this thing. Now there are other ways that you will pay for it. And what, if you don't like, if you don't, if you don't want a stadium, you don't want a stadium. If you want a stadium, you don't care how it's getting paid for because you're probably not paying that close of attention to how much is actually coming out of your taxes or not. I feel like people, you know, for the most part, and maybe this is just financial irresponsibility as I just got off a meeting with my financial advisor earlier today to tell me that I need to be far more responsible with my own income. I would tell you that a lot of people, um, you know, they, they talk about the taxing situation and don't necessarily do the research required to understand how exactly and where exactly it is that they're being taxed. Now there's a variety of different ways that they can stick it to you, right? There's always, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, when you check out uh, after buying tickets for a game, for example, you check out and the price is far higher than you expected it to be because there's all manner of uh, fees that are attached to it and associated with it that drives up, ends up driving the price up far higher than you initially anticipated. Those are basically the ways that the money is going to come back around. It also helps that they're having the tourism industry help support the financial situation for the stadium. Uh, and uh, and moving forward, uh, that is something that they are going to continue to emphasize as you know, people like bachelorettes and conventions and everybody else take up the hotel space even as we continue to build more hotels, more hotels, more hotel availability, more tourism able to be accommodated also for the purposes of the Super Bowl. You know, it's as much about hotel capacity as it's about stadium capacity so they can host the kind of event all week long that the NFL actually wants to. Ken Cothram says a new stadium question mark. They already have a great stadium that that's, that's not that old. No, the current stadium is a piece of shit. Um, the curse, the current stadium is a, is a concrete wasteland 
sitting on the East Bank that's dilapidated, that is entirely exposed to the elements. You cannot go to a game there and sit in the stands, as many of you know, uh, comfortably, basically, for the entire month of September and October, because if you are sitting in the sun and they play so many noon games, it will roast you alive. They have uh, limited bathroom capacity. They have inconvenient concession stand placement. There is nothing special about Nissan Stadium other than what it, where it is located. And so as they alleviate the tax burden that is currently associated with the stadium lease. So let me, Ken, if you, if you are interested in keeping the new stadium, are you interested in continuing to pay for the maintenance on the stadium as opposed to letting the team shoulder the financial burden? Do you like paying for the current Nissan Stadium? Do you like Nissan Stadium so much that you would enjoy continuing to pay for Nissan Stadium? Of course not. You don't want that associated with the Nashville General Fund anymore. You want the team and the ownership group and the state for the money that they're contributing and the tourism dollars that are going to go into this to bear the financial burden that the city no longer wants to bear. It's nonsense to say anything about Nissan is adequate. I went to I went to FedEx Field, where the Washington Commander football skins, racial slurs, whatever you want to call them, where they play. And what I, you know, I'd heard all kinds of horror stories, right? Jimmy Wyatt's telling me the last time they were there in 2014, a literal mouse fell from the ceiling of the press box and scurried across his laptop. You know, we've all seen the videos of the raw sewage, the pipe bursting and leaking down on patrons below. We've seen the video of Jalen Hurts walking out the tunnel and half of the, you know, half of the railing. Uh, up against the tunnel, almost falls on him, and several Eagles fans fall down into the tunnel area. Fortunately, nobody hurt. And I looked around when I got to FedEx Field, and I said, oh, it's basically like Nissan Stadium. All, all these all these terrible things I've heard about FedEx, no, basically the same. this is basically where I've spent the last seven years of my life in a similarly terrible uh, NFL stadium that has not been properly upkept and has not had sufficient resources put into it to support what it is that it needs to be to be considered in their own words a world-class entertainment venue name me one thing that is world-class about nissan stadium other than it sits conveniently located from the places where the entire city of nashville and much of the country likes to come to get drunk you can walk across the the, uh, pedestrian bridge and you're going to have a big time and maybe if you make it to the football game that's gravy there's nothing, there's nothing special, there's nothing good about Nissan Stadium at this point. But I could ramble about how much I hate Nissan all day long. In the meantime, I will tell you about the people who I love, who I love as much as anything in my life. I love Superbook Sports because they will match your first bet up to $1,000 whether you win or lose your first bet. College football, basketball, NBA, NHL. They have you covered. They've got all manner of odds boosts and promotions. They've even got a tab for Tennessee teams for you to get the best possible lines and prop bets in the Superbook Sports app. It's clean. It's easy to use. You don't have to worry about people from across the pond setting lines for American sports. You're just going head-to-head with the best group of odds makers on the strip in the Superbook in Las Vegas. Terms and conditions, go to Superbook.com. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, uh, off OFR Smokey says, Nissan Stadium has some of the worst wheelchair seating locations with no shade whatsoever, as well as a horrible view of the field. Yeah, the only redeeming quality about Nissan Stadium is where the press box is, and that affects literally none of you, right? I like where I sit. Uh, I like my view. 
I don't want that to change. It will immediately change as it has in every other new stadium. They're going to send us to the furthest and most uh, desolate corners of of whatever this new stadium ends up being called, whether it's Nissan Stadium or some other naming rights. I think there is uh, I think there is a lot uh, I think there is a lot um, about this that benefits you guys other than the parking situation. The parking situation seems like a bit of a nightmare because I don't know how you're going to get there. I don't know how you're going to get out. Um, I think that you're going to really, really have to want to go to a Titans game during the theoretically four years, less than four years that they're planning on this thing being under construction. Uh, and right now that is a, uh, that is not exactly a proposition. They're not good enough to be able to sell a product like that. You're not, you're not going to make, you know, you don't want to make people have to work harder to go watch a team who doesn't score an offensive touchdown in 60 minutes of professional football. That's that's not the way that you want to approach this thing, but you know, the marketing will come later on with this. Uh as you know, as we look at a couple of these other pictures and then we'll move on and talk about the injury report because I know that is uh far more concerning for the time being. This is the kind of Ryman aesthetic that I was talking about. Those of you who've been to the Ryman Auditorium in downtown Nashville, you're familiar with the exterior part that leads into the building that they call the Mother Church. I really like the uh, I really like the outdoor patio situation. That looks lovely. I'm assuming that the area to the left is where the pedestrian. No, in fact, that looks like that looks like buildings that they are going to build on the east bank, as opposed to that being the existing Nashville skyline, which is also a part of the mayor's east bank plan. Right, they're giving back about 66 acres of land for the stadium or for the city to be able to build. Uh, a transit spine for the Oracle campus that'll be up the river for green space and parks that will be able to use to be used year round. Now, I mean, the thing looks, uh, the thing looks incredibly impressive. We'll see how long it actually takes them to get it done. I I've given, I've, I've had the mayor on the radio show and I've had Burke Nihill, the team president on the radio show. And both times I've given them the opportunity to say, Hey, you know what? 2026. Boys, 2026, August 2026 feels awfully ambitious for you to get this shit done. And both times, both individuals are sitting there with the party line saying, yeah, we feel like it's imminently uh, able to be accomplished. Meanwhile, I'm getting texts from people who are project managers on the current current Titan Stadium construction product saying there's no way in hell they get a job done like this by 2026. But we will see how it goes. So let's talk about the more pressing issue regarding the Tennessee Titans as a football team. Uh, but I will first plug in my laptop so this thing doesn't die in the middle of the primetime show. That would be less than ideal. Let us talk about the current status of the wide receiver core for the Tennessee Titans who put Kyle Phillips, the rookie fifth-round pick, on injured reserve today. The question that we're going to ask you guys is this. Simply one word to describe the state of the current Titans wide receiver room Right now, if you don't know who's in it, I'm going to run through the list because it's a bunch of new names. Uh, well, not a bunch of new names, but a bunch of names that you probably don't want to associate your football team with. And yet here you are heading into a critical division road uh, game with a quarterback on a bad ankle and wide receivers that basically look like me, producer Reed and Sam. We will talk about that together right after I remind you that the people that you go to for the Intel edge you need to succeed is the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress is what they offer you. The Ashton Real Estate Group is the best 
in the business for a reason. They're the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators for a reason. They help John Robinson find his dream address without the stress for a reason. Trust the team who your favorite teams trust. That's the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So give me one word to describe this uh, current collection of wide receivers. Next man up, Mark Jones writes with zero spaces as one word. I will allow it for the purposes of this game. Uh, practice squad says Jackie Holbert. Yes, the vast majority. In fact, the majority of your wide receiver core will now come off the practice squad in some form or fashion between Mason Kinsey. We'll see what they do with Dez. Uh, Chris Conley, who the team signed off the Chiefs practice squad today. He is not a good player, but he's better than Josh Gordon. So maybe you guys will. Uh, nobody's clamoring for uh, for Chris Conley to play a bunch of snaps the way that I couldn't get you guys to shut the hell up about Josh Gordon for about two months, but you will see more production from one, significantly more production from one than you will the other. Dreamer on YouTube simply says help. Um, I would all, I would offer an SOS uh, with that because God knows that they need it. But it was funny because I've seen this clip from Bussin with the boys circulating around. And, you know, you guys know how I feel about Taylor and Will. 99% of the time they're full of shit. But Taylor does talk uh, to, you know, Taylor is represented by CAA. CAA represents everybody, their mother and their brother in the world of professional sports and entertainment. So these people talk amongst each other. They talk amongst other agents. The agents talk amongst themselves. And so when Taylor kind of hints at the idea that Odell Beckham Jr. may be interested in playing for the team in two-tone blue, um, it does a lot of things to you, but doesn't necessarily help you in the immediate. Have you heard? No, what? Odell might go to the Titans. You've heard? I've heard. People have told me. People, a lot of people are talking. And the word on the street is Odell wants to be in Nashville. We'll welcome him with open yeah. arms in Nashville. I actually, uh, someone told me, not me specifically, someone went to John and asked John, and John said he'd love to have Odell in Nashville. I'm just saying what people have told me. You can't confirm nor deny, but you've heard. I've heard. Let's get Odell Beckham to Nashville. So I've already called them both and yelled at them both about this because it's nonsense. It's just stupid. It's just, they're talking about things. One, John Robinson has to hate Taylor even more than he already hates Taylor for talking about what John Robinson may or may not want to do with the wide receiver position when they're trying to cobble together, you know, the, 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 the walking wounded like this roster is on a recurring basis. And now you've dangled your, your left tackle. Theoretically, he's still your left tackle basically until, you know, the end of this year, because God knows they're going to bounce his ass as soon as humanly possible, but uh, you look at a situation, uh, you look at a situation like this, and it's just Taylor out here stirring the pot, as Monsoon Monahan so aptly puts it. Now, Taylor has done this before. He talked about how Ben Jones was dealing with some kind of like GI, uh, uh, gastrointestinal issue uh, throughout the course of the game, outside of, you know, just playing a game without an MCL. Where the Monty Hooker told me in the locker room, I think he was joking. But still, Ben Jones is just out there basically, you know, on one leg and dealing with whatever the hell goes on with an offensive lineman's gastrointestinal issues throughout the course of an NFL game and playing through that in meaningful ways. That nobody, they don't want that out there. And yet there the left tackle is sitting with a microphone, much like this one in front of his face, talking about all of these things. Now, the beauty about Taylor is that he'll do it anyway, and such is life. But uh yeah, Odell Beckham Jr., we will see whether he uh, whether he comes to the Titans or not. 
I do not think that it is something that I would uh, that I would read too much into at this point. I would say to you that the wide receiver room, the one word that I would use to describe the wide receiver room is limited. Limited is the one word that I would use. Limited at best. I like Robert Woods. I like NWI uh, more than I think anybody. I think I've talked myself into how much more I like NWI because of what the rest of the wide receivers that they're trotting out look like. So I would say limited is the word that I would use to describe the Titans wide receiving core. And Kyle Phillips will now miss four games, which would make, and I'll pull up their schedule here quickly uh, to go through that because I know a lot of people were asking me about the eligibility of Racy McMath, who the team has not designated to return as of yet. So that remains a process in the waiting. You know that Traylon Burks will miss at least two more games. The first game that he would be eligible to return for would be hosting the Broncos on November the 13th. So now with Kyle Phillips on injured reserve, the first game that Kyle Phillips could return would be hosting the Bengals on November 27th. So he will miss at least at Texans, at Chiefs, home for Broncos, and at the Green Bay Packers later in the month of November. So uh, limited is the best possible word that I can use to describe it. And limited is what it will be moving forward for at least two more weeks as they figure out when Traylon Burks can be back, be available, and help this football team in meaningful ways. Big Dog says Derrick Henry is dangerous. The AFC will be terrified of us. Um, You know, I think... So I think there's truth to some of that, right? I think the Titans are a team in the AFC that nobody particularly wants to play because you know they're going to make it messy. You know they're going to turn you over. You know they're going to you know they're going to do things to uh, disrupt and bother you throughout the course of the situation. Um you know, I think most competent offensive teams would look at the Titans and be like, "Yeah, I wouldn't mind playing them because they can't they don't score, they don't move the ball particularly well. Um they are they got you know, significant limitations compared to the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Bills, all these other teams that are offensively overwhelming and also playing good defense uh, at this point. Why was Monty Rice active but not playing? He did play. He played special teams, although I understand that people don't pay close attention to special teams. He did run down the field, make a special teams tackle, and then jump into the stands like he did the Lambo leap, which is fine. He's excited to be back there after an Achilles tear or an Achilles injury. Um, but I would say to you that, uh, yeah, just go watch special teams if he's out there playing. Um, the no team is terrified of anyone says MB. Eh, yeah. Terrified is probably the wrong word. Um, you know, it's not that professional athletes are, you know, especially professional football players. They're not terrified is not a word that I would use for a professional football player. Cause if you're terrified to play football, you don't usually make it to the highest level of the sport. Right. So terrified is probably not the right word. Uh, speak. Let's talk about emotions since we're on the top, the topic of emotions. Anyway, I'm going to ask you this question. What's one thing that can make Mike Frabel cry? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. I'm sure many of you have seen a couple of angles of this video by now. The question that I'm going to ask you is this, what one thing can make Mike Frabel cry? We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about the people who will not make you cry. In fact, they'll make you happy. They'll make you glad that you went to TrueMav 
Fitness located in downtown Nashville in the Gulch. They'll make you happy because they are going to get you going in meeting your fitness goals. They're going to get you back on track. They're going to help you plan out a healthy lifestyle that will work to your benefit. They will work with you no matter how it is that you prefer to work out. Whether you're interested in their group class settings, they have those for you. Whether you just want to work out on your own using their open gym, they have that. If you want a more personalized approach, personal training is also something that is at your disposal when you go to True Math Fitness. And they know that you'll like it so much that they are offering your first workout free. As a Middle Tennessee resident, TrueMathFitness.com is where you go to sign up. <clears throat> Excuse me. To sign up today. So, what's one thing that makes Mike Vrabel cry? Paula D has the answer. It's Ben Jones. We've all seen the video. It'll rip your heart. Uh, it'll pull your heartstrings. One of the most emotional things I've ever seen on a football field, or I guess not technically on a football field, but in the world of football. I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen anything like this. I love you like my No. You hear me? I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Can I? So Ben Jones is going to be on the radio show on Thursday. And in fact, I've just gotten a text from uh, Titans great Brett Kern that he is going to do the Ben Jones interview with me. Brett is going to come in studio. We're going to hang out together. Ben's going to be on the show. Ben and uh, Brett will chop it up. And I'll just try not to get in the way of what I think is going to be a really fun hour that Brett is going to spend on Thursday with us. So that'll be at 11 o'clock. Um, and Brett Kern plus Ben Jones in what will be a lot of fun. So make sure you're listening to the radio show. Uh, in the, you know, make sure you're listening to the radio show, whatever, because you never know who's going to pop up. Today we had, today's show was badass. We had Titans President Burke Nihill. We had Kevin Byard. We had Warren Moon, Hall of Fame, Oilers legend. Tomorrow we are going to have a great time as well with some really fun college football guests. We are going to, uh, we are going to have Brett and Ben as a part of the same show. We're going to have a lot more fun throughout the course of this week. So make sure you're checking out the radio show. MB says, Buck, can you explain what we just saw? I can, but I'm going to let you watch it again, and then I'm going to walk you through it after the fact, MB, because I think that's the best way to do this. So what you're seeing is after the game, Titans win. Ben Jones, who went down in the game, obviously didn't miss time at all, hardly, uh, but dealing with a variety of different issues, both you know knee, 
ankle, this gastrointestinal issue that apparently uh, was plaguing him, uh, which I know he missed practice on Friday, but it was not it was not marked as an in illness or injury. It was just marked as you know excused absence. So I don't know what you know what beyond that Ben might have been dealing with. Um, you know maybe I'll ask him on Thursday. But you know what you're seeing there is a coach who has played in the NFL looking at a guy who is playing for him now as a current head coach who will do anything humanly possible no matter risk to life and limb because listen football is there's no question that football is deeply unhealthy for the people who play it and ben jones has a you know a real sicko mentality when it comes to you will not take me off this field if i feel that i can physically go Ben Jones has missed one game in his entire high school, college, and professional career. It's not something that Ben, uh, it is something, I'm sorry, it's something that Ben takes great pride in. And Mike Vrabel's appreciation for that is what you see bubbling over. Because Mike knows what it is to play in the NFL, to play with significant injuries, to play as an older player when your body is physically failing you, but you need 10 more snaps um, because the game is on the line and you're sitting here, the difference between six and nine points is you finishing the final drive the way that you need to. This is something that Rabel more as much as anybody who played in the NFL, um, but particularly given his experience and the era that he played in, um, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, you know, it is not insignificant. In fact, if anybody appreciates that as much as anybody, it's Mike Rabel, right? So, Mike, Mike really does love these dudes. Um, you know, he, he goes above and beyond, even for the ones who may not necessarily deserve it in certain circumstances. Isaiah Wilson, um, you know, this was somebody that they did not give up on until they absolutely knew that they weren't going to get anything from this guy and that this guy was not living up to his side of the bargain. Um, I do think, uh, I do think that there is a, you know, Mike is ultimate tough guy, meathead, growl, football coach, drool, hand in the dirt, blah, 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 right? But he is human, and he is a father, and he does treat these guys a lot like, you know, grown children. Not grown children doesn't make sense, but you understand my meaning, right? He treats them as if he would his children that are grown. So, you know, I'm sure that's not overwhelmingly uncommon. I know, you know, I've heard Mike Tomlin talk about how emotional he gets in, in certain situations with players. Pete Carroll is somebody who is famously very much this. And then there's the opposite, right? There's Bill Belichick, who is just stone cold. And, you know, the rookie undrafted free agent special teamer goes to hand him a football after he's getting ready to pass some incredible milestone after they've made an incredible special teams play. And Bill looks at him like, who the hell are you? Get this football out of my face. The game is not won just yet. So, uh, with all that being said, these guys love Mike. It's easy to see why, uh, even if he doesn't show it very outwardly or very often. It's going to do it for us tonight on the radio show or on the primetime show. We appreciate you guys spending some time. Radio show tomorrow starts at 10, and we'll look forward to having you there. We will wrap this thing up, as is the custom, uh, and talk to you guys tomorrow night on A to Z Sports Primetime. Have a great rest of your uh evening and we will send you oh real men wear pink is what producer reed is reminding me to do yes before i let you guys go for the evening all right so you know that october is breast cancer awareness month the nfl the titans just had their cancer 
crucial catch game, right, uh, as a means to support continued research for the American Cancer Society. So I was asked to help raise some money for the American Cancer Society on behalf of breast cancer patients and breast cancer research as a part of their Real Men Wear Pink campaign. Now, I will. Uh, the link is available. All you have to do is Google Real Men Wear Pink Nashville. You'll see my profile. I'm, I set an infinitely reasonable goal of $2,500 um, to raise. So if you have five bucks, if you have a dollar, if you have $10, if you have $50, anything that you would be willing to contribute for continued research and support for everybody whose lives, not just the patients, but everybody whose lives gets affected by people who deal with breast cancer and certainly cancer on the whole, it's a fantastic opportunity to give back. So I hope you will help me in doing so. We're going to talk about it for the rest of the week. So there'll be multiple opportunities for me to remind you. If you want to wait a couple of days, if you want to do it now, just Google Real Men Wear Pink Nashville, click on my profile and donate um, however much you are comfortable donating. It is, of course, uh, you are able to write it off as a charitable contribution on your taxes. If you are somebody who's interested in that as a means of motivation, or if you just want to do something good, you can do that as well with the Real Men Wear Pink Nashville campaign. That's going to do it for us tonight. I hope you guys have a great rest of your evening. Radio show starts at 10. If not, I'll see you on primetime. There's Matt All right, Prater. we haven't scored a point since I came in here. I am gone, guys. What? what that's but, it? But we got a couple more questions. No, All that's right. it. <laughs> Peace out by the GM. <laughs>